Praise the Lord and welcome to the God of Wonders radio program. Tonight's message, Walking in the Light Part 1 by Kurva Stephen, was first heard at the Bowery Mission in downtown New York City. May the Lord bless us as we hear the word that Jesus is the light of the world and whoever follows him will never walk in darkness. Jesus Christ, he is the light. Sometimes we know him as a light, that God is light, Jesus is the light, but we're just going to see a little bit in depth what true light means, what Jesus is really, what does his light do for us and what are we expected to do. John chapter 8 verse 12, I'm just going to read from the book of John chapter 8 verse 12. John chapter 8 verse 12. Jesus says, when Jesus spoke again to the people, he said, I am the light of the world. Whoever follows me will never walk in darkness, but will have the light of life. I'm going to read it again. John chapter 8, verse 12. When Jesus spoke again to the people, he said, I am the light of the world. Whoever follows me will never walk in darkness, but will have the light of life. So this verse says, Jesus is speaking here, and he says in his word, I am the light. So, he's not just a product of the light. He's not saying, I have the light, but he says, I am the light. That means he is the light. But whatever light that we can see, or we can compare to, Jesus is much more greater than that. And he is the source of light. So all the light that we can have on this earth and heaven, everything put together, you have Jesus even much more greater than that. Everything put together will become a tiny light in front of him. So Jesus is such a great light. And the Lord says, so when he is such a great light to this world, God says, whoever follows me will never walk in darkness. We have that light. And that light is so bright. Will there be darkness in the path? No. There won't be any darkness in the path. So in his path, when we walk, we're going to walk in the light. So when we walk in the light, we have life. That's what we see in this verse. God says here, Jesus Christ, he says, whoever follows me, he will not walk in darkness because all he is going to have is light. But he will have the light of life. So the light of Jesus Christ gives life to you and me. The light of Jesus Christ gives life to you and me. So what does that light do? It's just not giving some light so we can see. The light dispels darkness. The light removes darkness. And the light brings life. So where there is death, the light of Jesus Christ brings life. So in our life, how does that apply? In our life, when everything looks dark, when everything looks gloomy, when it looks like as if there's no life, everything is dead and gone, when Jesus steps into the scene, he brings life with him. You know why? He is the life. And when that light comes in, that light comes with life. It's not just any light. It's the light of the Son of God who brings life with him. So, we who are supposed to follow Jesus Christ, if we are his children, we're supposed to be walking in the light, right? If we say we are his children, 
then we are supposed to be following him. And when we follow him, his trail has the light. So we will not walk in darkness, we will have the light of life. And we see in God's word there are two paths. One path is full of light. And who heads that path? Jesus Christ. He leads. Because he is the light, when he walks, you have the whole path lit with that bright light. And there's another path where Satan leads that path. And he is all darkness, Satan. So his path is full of darkness. So when we follow Jesus Christ, if we say we are following Jesus Christ, are we supposed to be walking in the light or in the darkness? We are supposed to be walking in the light. So that shows who we are following. So the path in which we walk actually reflects who we are following. So that's what Jesus says over here. He who follows me will never walk in darkness. That means this is the path. This is the path of light. He's never going to walk in that path because I'm not there. Jesus Christ says, I'm over here. My path has light. And that path that has darkness, I'm not there. I've got nothing to do with that. And we're going to see two more verses and I'm going to finish. I'm not going to take much time. But the next verse that we're going to see is 1 John chapter 1 verses 1 to 5. 1 John chapter 1 verses 1 to 5. I'm just going to read it. That which was from the beginning, which we have heard, which we have seen with our eyes, which we have looked at, and our hands have touched, this we proclaim concerning the word of life. Now, like I said before, we read in the book of John chapter 8, when that light comes in, because that light is Jesus Christ, that light comes with the life. You cannot separate light and life, that is Jesus Christ. So. We're going to see over here, very similar thing, in a different chapter, in a different book. 1 John chapter 1, verse 1 to 5. And God says over here, This we proclaim concerning the word of life. The life appeared, we have seen it, and testified to it. And we proclaim to you the eternal life, which was with the Father, and has appeared to us. We proclaim to you what we have seen and heard, so that you may also may have fellowship with us. And our fellowship is with the Father and with His Son, Jesus Christ. And God says here, light and darkness. This is the message we have heard from Him. Verse 5. And declare to you, God is light in Him, there is no darkness at all. If we claim to have fellowship with Him and yet walk in darkness, we lie and do not live out the truth. But if we walk in the light as He is in the light, we have fellowship with one another and the blood of Jesus, His Son, purifies us from all sin. Now what are these verses actually saying? These verses says, God is light. So if we see that light, do we see any darkness and light? Darkness and light cannot go together, right? When we see a light, when we see candle light, when you look at the flame, there's no darkness. Where the light is, there's no darkness. God, who is such a huge light, He's all light. And there's no darkness in God. So that's what this verse says. God is light, and in Him there's no darkness. So if we claim to have fellowship with Jesus Christ, and if we walk in darkness, then God says we are lying. The truth is not in us. But if we really walk in the light, as God is in the light, we have fellowship with God's people, 
That means our whole path is different. Like I said, if Jesus is leading our path, our whole path is lit with that bright light. And all his people are walking. We have fellowship with those people. We don't have anything to do with the path of darkness and the people who are walking in darkness. There is a separation. And that's what God says over here. If we have fellowship with God's people, be together with God's people, grow together with God's people. And God says, God's blood, the blood of Jesus Christ will continuously cleanse us. You know why? Because we are in that path. The light, what does light do? When we light a room, what happens? Whatever nocturnal insects, whatever bugs that are there, you can see it, right? If there's no light, then you cannot see anything. But if there's light, you can look at the roach, you can look at the bed bug, you can look at the ant, you can look at whatever is there. Light actually spots out the bugs that can actually cause damage to us. The same way, when God comes into our life, whatever causes damage to our soul, to our body, to our mind, the Holy Spirit will expose that. He will bring that to light. So what He does is He brings it to the surface. What happens when God brings that out? Like He brings out the bed bugs, like He brings out the cockroach, that He brings out uh, the cricket, that He brings out flea, tick, whatever it is. In our lives, whatever is disgusting to God, whatever, it is, whatever is distasteful to God, is harmful to us, God will bring it up. When the Lord brings it up, what are we supposed to do? We're supposed to confess it to God. We bring our shortcomings, we bring our failures, we bring our sins to Jesus Christ. We say, Jesus, it's true. In my house, I have been housing snakes. I have been housing bedbugs. I have been housing roaches. I have been housing fleas. Lord, I have such an unclean house. Until your light came and now your light has come and I'm able to see all these things. Jesus, can you please take all these away? Can you cleanse my house? That's what we're supposed to say about our heart. We're supposed to tell God, Lord, can you please cleanse my heart? Can you please take away this unclean thing? Can you take away that habit? Can you take away this addiction? Can you take away lying from me? How many of us have been habitual liars? That means you cannot help but lie. Every small thing you have to lie. It is an abomination to God. Distasteful, disgusting thing before God. And so, when God's light comes in, God says, I am the light, I am the truth. That means you have no part with lying. You have no part with stealing. You have no part with anything that is distasteful. Anything that can harm, like I said, your body, your conscience, your soul. So, Jesus Christ comes in. That supreme light comes in and he exposes everything. And that's what he says over here. And verse 7 says, if we have fellowship one with another, the blood of Jesus Christ, He will cleanse us. When we tell Jesus, this is what I have been, and we really admit our shortcomings before Jesus Christ, He says, I'm going to wash you. I'm going to cleanse you. I'm going to make you clean. God never says, okay, you have all these ugly creatures in your house. You have kept your house dirty, so don't even come near me. God never says this. God says, okay, you're asking for help? I'm here to help you. I'm going to come clean your heart. Make it clean. Take away all the bugs. Whatever is actually bothering you, whatever is actually damaging you. Some of us may think, Lord, I want to get rid of this, but I'm not able to get rid of this. I feel disgusted and irritated with myself. Jesus says, that's why I'm here for. I'm here to set you free. No man can set you free other than Jesus Christ. That's what his word says. So when we take it to the Lord, 
The blood of Jesus Christ will cleanse us from all our sins. And the last verse I want to read is from 1 John chapter 1, verses 5 to 7. 1 John chapter 1, verses 5 to 7. I'm going to read that and I'm going to close. 1 John chapter 1, verses 5 to 7. This is the message we have heard from Him and declare to you. God is light. In Him there is no darkness at all. If we claim to have fellowship with Him, yet walk in darkness, we lie and do not live out the truth. So, if we say, I am walking in the light, or I am following Jesus, that means we are expected to walk in the light. We cannot walk in darkness and claim that we are walking in light. That means we will be lying. So we have to make that very clear today that if we follow Jesus Christ, who is the light, He lights our path, He lights our heart, He lights our conscience, He lights our mind, and He brings out everything that's underneath the surface that needs to be brought out, everything that is displeasing to God, all the things that are actually hurting us, hurting our conscience, hurting our soul, hurting our body. God actually brings all those up, including fear, including anger, including emotional disturbance, including vengeance, including pride, including hate, whatever it is, God says, when I come into your life, I bring all those things out to the surface. And I am here to give you new life. What does that light do? That light gives life. The light of Jesus Christ, it brings life with it. God doesn't come just to condemn us. He doesn't say, okay, you're bad, you're hopeless, you're no good, you can't make it. That's not who God is. God says, I come into your life and I bring life with me. When that light comes into your life, He brings life with Him. Praise the Lord and we trust that the Word has been a blessing to your life. And please do join us next time for part two of Walking in the Light. Until then, may God be with you. And if you'd like to write us, you may write contact at elbim.org or via regular mail, El Bethel International Ministries, Post Office Box 966, Goshen, New York, 10924.